and welcome back to The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Linda and Barbara. My name is Barbara Wainwright. I'm here with Linda Galicchio, and we are on Chapter 4, Section 6. Chapter 4 is Mind Strategies for Avoiding the Now. Section 6 is Wherever You Are, Be There Totally. Welcome, Linda. Hello, everybody. So nice to be here with you. Yes, we hope that you have your copy of the Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment by Eckhart Tolle, so that you can follow along. All right, Linda, would you like to start? I sure would, thanks. Can you give some more examples of ordinary unconsciousness? See if you can catch yourself complaining in either speech or thought about a situation you find yourself in, what other people do or say, your surroundings, your life situation, even the weather. To complain is always non-acceptance of what is. It invariably carries an unconscious negative charge. When you complain, you make yourself into a victim. When you speak out, you are in your power. So change the situation by taking action or by speaking out if necessary or possible. Leave the situation or accept it. All else is madness. All right, Barbara, this here is my paragraph. I own this paragraph. (laughs) I've been trying to stop complaining for a long time. It just seems like I've been doing it for a long time. And I catch myself now, though. I catch myself. I do it less. And I catch myself because I understand that it's about being a victim. Or it's it's also about non-acceptance. It's not necessarily. Yeah. I don't know if it's always necessarily about being a victim but it's a Mm -hmm. I think it's not accepting what is which is resisting and resisting is kind of crazy because if something is it is accepting what is happening and understanding that you have the power to change that right now and I don't know see see things differently or change your situation Um, I like what he said so change the situation by taking action or by speaking out or leave the situation or accept it. Exactly. And also when I don't do that, when I don't accept it or leave the situation, I feel bad. So ordinary consciousness is always linked in some way with the denial of the now. The now of course also implies the here. Are you resisting your here and now? Some people would always rather be somewhere else. Their here is never good enough. Through self-observation, find out if that is the case in your life. Wherever you are, be there totally. If you find your here and now intolerable and it makes you unhappy, you have three options. One, remove yourself from the situation. Two, change it. Or three, accept it totally. If you want to take responsibility for your life, you must choose one of those three options and you must choose now then accept the consequences no excuses no negativity no psychic pollution keep your inner space clear yeah Mm -hmm. that's very clear (laughs) it's very Very clear. clear i think i'm gonna underline the three options remove yourself change it or accept it totally I think that's something to have on mind a lot of the times. Yeah. Well, I like the 12 step saying acceptance is the key Mm. to serenity. 
It's on page 447. <laughs> In the old book. Oh my gosh, not giving anything away, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I mean, the phrase that's become really common is it is what it is. I, I never thought of life that way. But when something just is, it's there, accepting it, changing it, or walking away from it are the only things to do, aren't they? Yes. If you take any action, Leaving or changing your situation, drop the negativity first, if at all possible. Action arising out of insight into what is required is more effective than action arising out of negativity. So true. Any action is often better than no action, especially if you've been stuck in an unhappy situation for a long time. If it is a mistake, at least you learn something, in which case... It's no longer a mistake. I love that. If you remain stuck, you learn nothing. Is fear preventing you from taking action? Acknowledge the fear. Watch it. Take your attention into it. Be fully present with it. Doing so cuts the link between fear and your thinking. Don't let the fear rise up into your mind. Use the power of the now. Fear cannot prevail against it. If there is truly nothing that you can do to change here and now, and you can't remove yourself from the situation, then accept your here and now totally by dropping all inner resistance, the false, unhappy self that loves feeling miserable, resentful, or sorry for itself can then no longer survive. This is called surrender. Surrender is not weakness. There is great strength in it. Only a surrendered person has spiritual power. Through surrender, you will be free internally of the situation. You may then find that the situation changes without any effort on your part. In any case, you are free. And in 12-step programs, like we were talking about, we are told to surrender, and people think of that as weakness. But surrendering means it's just not in your life. It's not an important point in your life, right? I think surrendering is kind of doing what he talked about in the second chapter or second paragraph where he said, take responsibility for your life and choose one of the three options, acceptance, which is kind of a form of surrender, right? No excuses, no negativity, no psychic pollution, keep your inner space clear. So surrendering to what is, is acceptance of what is, acceptance is the key to serenity. So it kind of just all goes down a logical pathway to the point where it says do one, two, or three are situations, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, a surrendered person has spiritual power because not everything bothers them and they know. Yeah, that you're free to change it. You're, You're free to take action. You're free to leave the situation. You're free to speak up and- Powerful and not powerless. Right. Oh, I love that. Yes. Powerful. All right. Or is there something that you should be doing, but are not doing it? Get up and do it now. Alternatively, completely accept your inactivity, laziness, or passivity at this moment, if that is your choice. Go into it fully. Enjoy it. Be as lazy or inactive as you can. If you go into it fully and consciously, you will soon come out of it. Or maybe you won't. 
Either way, there's no inner conflict, no resistance, no negativity. Yeah, my, my comment to that is that lately I have been doing just that. I don't know if I'd call it lazy. However, I would call it resting. <laughs> I've been resting and I've been regenerating and I say regrouping my energies. I have felt a lot of energy coming through that has kept me, I'm going to use the word flattened, but it's kept me down uh, in terms of physical energy. In terms of spiritual energy, there's tons of it. So I've been resting my physical body so that I could be here now with spiritual energy that's been flowing through. I really like that. That's great. For me and probably a lot of you, when we think about it's not good to be lazy. It's not good not to be doing. Mm. How dare you just be? <laughs> How dare you just sit there and not be doing something? You know, that's all. All that stuff's got to go. That's old. That's old stuff. Yeah. Yep. Are you stressed? Are you so busy getting to the future that the present is reduced to a means of getting there? Stress is caused by being here, but wanting to be there <laughs> or being in the present but wanting to be in the future. It's a split that tears you apart inside. To create and live with such an inner split is insane. The fact that everyone else is doing it doesn't make it any less insane. If you have to, you can move fast, work fast, or even run without projecting yourself into the future and without resisting the present. As you move, work, run, do it totally. Enjoy the flow of energy, the high energy of that moment. Now you are no longer stressed, no longer splitting yourself in two, just moving, running, working, and enjoying it. Or you can drop the whole thing and sit on a park bench. But when you do, watch your mind. It may say, you should be working. You're wasting time. Observe the mind. Smile at it. <laughs> I love this because Eckhart, as you probably all know, spent two years sitting on a park bench, he said, when he all of a sudden one morning became totally enlightened, as he tells it. And all he wanted to do was observe in his new state, the world around him. And that's what he did. He says on and off, for the most part, sit on a park bench. It was so interesting that he said that. And if he can do it. <laughs> right? park, park benches are usually hard so <laughs> <laughs> bring your pillow <laughs> i like the bed <laughs> yeah. there you go right oh, yeah. oh my gosh yeah does the past take up a great deal of your attention do you frequently talk and think about it either positively or negatively the great things that you have achieved, your adventures or experiences, or your victim story and the dreadful things that were done to you, or maybe what you did to someone else. Are your thought processes creating guilt, pride, resentment, anger, regret, or self-pity? Then you are not only reinforcing a false sense of self, but also helping to accelerate your body's aging process by creating an accumulation of past in your psyche. Verify this for yourself by observing those around you who have a strong tendency to hold on to the past. Isn't this what it's all about, Barbara, what it talks about? 
frequently talking and thinking about positive or negatively in the past or the future. You know, you'll notice he says this a lot because this is the crux of the matter. Of being in the now, being present yeah. in the moment, right? H- having your, where do you want your attention to be? On the past that you can't change, on the future that is unsure, or how about right now? Where, <laughs> where we have some power. <laughs> right? And that's the only place we have any power. That's right. There's no past. There's no future. We're here right now. Yes, that's right. <laughs> we aren't. We aren't in the tomorrow, and we aren't in the past. We're only right here now. I just love it. Yeah. Die to the past every moment. You don't need it. Only refer to it when it is absolutely relevant to the present. Mm-hmm. Feel the power of this moment and the fullness of being. Feel your presence. And it's Isn't good. great. It's a. It's like a miracle. <laughs> It's like a miracle that, that Barbara. Right. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel alive. Yeah. And energized and connected to all that is. It's a wonderful feeling to be consciously present in the moment now. Yes. All right. Next paragraph. Okay. Are you worried? You have many what if thoughts. You are identified with your mind which is projecting itself into an imaginary future situation and creating fear. There is no way that you can cope with such a situation because it doesn't exist. It's a mental phantom. You can stop this health and life corroding insanity simply by acknowledging the present moment. Become aware of your breathing. Feel the air flowing in and out of your body. Feel your inner energy field. All that you have ever had to deal with, cope with in real life, as opposed to imaginary mind projections, is this moment. Ask yourself, what problem do you have right now? Not next year, tomorrow, or even five minutes from now. What is wrong with this moment? You can always cope with the now, but you can never cope with the future, nor do you have to. The answer, the strength, The right action or the resource will be there when you need it, not before, not after. When some things seem awry, I remind myself that the universe is perfect Mm -hmm. and that the universe is conspiring on our behalf to create exactly what we need, want, desire in this moment. So we need to trust that whatever is happening, no matter what it looks like, is happening for the highest good of all concerned in our orbit, if you will. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you, Barb. One day I'll make it. Is your goal taking up so much of your attention that you reduce the present moment to a means to an end? Hmm. Is it taking the joy out of your doing? Are you waiting to start living? If you develop such a mind pattern, no matter what you achieve or get, the present will never be good enough. The future will always seem better. A perfect recipe for permanent dissatisfaction and non-fulfillment. Don't you agree? Yes. Are you a habitual waiter? How much of your life do you spend waiting? What I call small-scale waiting is waiting in line at the post office, in a traffic jam, at the airport, or waiting for someone to arrive to finish work, and so on. Large-scale waiting 
is waiting for the next vacation, for a better job, for the children to grow up, for a truly meaningful relationship, for success, to make money, to be important, to become enlightened. It is not uncommon for people to spend their whole life waiting to start living. Waiting is the state of mind. Basically, it means that you want the future, you don't want the present. Mm -hmm. So imagine you're just standing here, right? And you're talking to a person, it's a person that you like. And all you keep thinking about is, gee, in a half hour, I need to go to the gym. Do you <laughs> think that you're going to hear or connect or be able to have, you know, this person think you're interested in them? If you're thinking about a half hour from now, you know, try it. It really doesn't work. Right. Yeah. You don't want what you've got and you want what you haven't got. With every kind of waiting, you unconsciously create inner conflict between your here and now, where you don't want to be, and the projected future where you want to be. This greatly reduces the quality of your life by making you lose the present. Well, there's nothing wrong with striving to improve your life situation. You can improve your life situation, but you cannot improve your life. Life is primary. Life is your deepest inner being. It is already whole complete, perfect. Your life situation consists of your circumstances and your experiences. There's nothing wrong with setting goals and striving to achieve things. The mistake lies in using it as a substitute for the feeling of life, for being. The only point of access for that is the now. You are then like an architect who pays no attention to the foundation of a building, but spends a lot of time working on the superstructure. Barbara, how come we don't know that? How come we're just now learning that? We weren't taught it, right? And our parents didn't know it either. Great question. Yeah, because maybe we, we just weren't conscious enough in this time, at that time period, and we're continuing to get more conscious. I don't know. Well, I do believe that we are getting more conscious. I believe that's the evolution of our species is that there are more and more people waking up and becoming aware of the fact that doing is one thing and being is a completely different thing. And mm -hmm. that in the past, we were so driven to achieve and accomplish. They even called it being a super mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was, it was important for us to be super moms and have a job and run the household and raise the kids and keep up with everyone else keeping up with the joneses that's another expression that says doing is important right mm -hmm. yeah so i think that that was something that was maybe part of mass consciousness but i do yeah. believe that we are evolving spiritually and that mass consciousness is awakening to the fact that we are all connected we are all one that the spiritual strength is in being and being present in the, in the moment which is where our only point of power is as this whole book is discussing and that collectively we are moving towards that awareness and things are not as important as they were. Good stuff, Barbara. Yeah. Well said. For example, many people are waiting for prosperity. It cannot come in the future. When you honor, acknowledge, and fully accept your present reality, where you are, who you are, what you are doing right now, when you fully accept what you have got, 
You are grateful for what you've got, grateful for what is, grateful for being. Gratitude for the present moment and the fullness of life now is truly prosperity. It cannot come from in the future. Then in time, that prosperity manifests for you in various ways. If you are dissatisfied with what you've got or even frustrated or angry about your present lack, that may motivate you to become rich. But even if you do make millions, you will continue to experience the inner condition of lack. And deep down, you will continue to feel unfulfilled. You may have many exciting experiences that money can buy, but they will come and go and always leave you with an empty feeling. The need for further physical or psychological gratification. You won't abide in being and so feel the fullness of life now. That alone is true prosperity. And this speaks to the question again and again that we talk about that outside things will not make you happy. That's not who we are. Who we are is on the inside that, that life, that connection, that source, that spirit. That's who we are. It's what never changes. Anything on the outside can change. Right. Who you are will never change. Right. Not, not at our core. We aren't going not to at our core. Right. I, I love that. And I, I like that expression. Happiness is an inside job. Yeah, I do too. Exterior things and places and can bring you temporary joy. And they do. Yeah. But mm-hmm. not the permanent joy mm-hmm. that you get from being at one with yourself, being comfortable in your own skin and your own body and loving who you are. What's better than loving who you are, no matter what you do? Right, right. And make make good choices. <laughs> and, and then you can make good choices. And then you feel better about yourself. And, you know, it becomes a, a cycle. Yeah. Yes, yes. I love that. Some people say, I don't have any choice. That's and that's not really the truth. The okay. truth is we have those three actions that he identified. And there are the three options. You can remove yourself from the situation change it or accept it totally. So you do have choice. Give up waiting as a state of mind. When you catch yourself slipping into waiting, snap out of it. Come into the present moment. Just be and enjoy being. If you are present, there is never any need for you to wait for anything. So next time somebody says, sorry to have kept you waiting, you can reply, that's all right. I wasn't waiting. I was just standing here enjoying myself. Enjoy in myself. I've been wanting during this pandemic to see my grandchildren and children who are in California and I'm in Massachusetts, so I don't want to fly there. So it's been a little over a year. So I had the choice after a couple of months, maybe six months that I grieved it, I had the choice. Am I going to live in the future? I'll be happy when I see them. My life will get better. I will only live when I'm with them or the choice that I can live now. I can have the best life ever being in the present. And when I go there, whenever that will be, because I don't know, it it will be something different. These are just a few of the habitual mind strategies for denying the present moment that are part of ordinary unconsciousness. They're easy to overlook because there's so much a part of normal living. The background static of perpetual discontent. But the more you practice monitoring your inner mental emotional state, the easier it will be to know when you have been trapped in past or future, which is to say unconscious, and to awaken out of the dream of time into the present. Be aware 
The false unhappy self based on mind identification lives on time. It knows that the present moment is its own death and so feels very threatened by it. It will do all it can to take you out of it. It will try to keep you trapped in time. That's the egoic mind at work. (laughs) Well, that's the end of this section. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Thank you, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation and perhaps even earn a credential as a certified spiritual coach, we encourage you to go to our website, lifecoachtrainingonline.com and check out our courses or give us a call at 800-711-4346.